Yes, hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again, and Mike Orr for another exciting episode of the Friday Night Panel. And boy, are we going to talk a lot about Avril Matthew tonight. <laughs> uh, One of your favorites. Well, I'm telling you, man, it's not often she pops up on my radar, but she's popped up twice uh, this week um, for two things. One, she's fighting tomorrow night on the undercard uh, at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Gardens. And she also popped up in the Australian newspapers uh, because she's uh, she wants to, if she wins tomorrow night, which I'm sure she, I hope she will. She's fighting Rama Ali. Uh, but if she does win, she wants to fight uh, Ebony Bridges, uh, two Aussie gals going at it toe to toe. Uh, you know, anyway, I thought it was pretty interesting. Honestly, honestly I, I can't wait to see the weigh in for both of those. <laughs> Speed of weigh-ins. Speed of weigh-ins. Did you, did you happen to see the weigh-in uh, between Navarati and uh, Liam Wilson? Speed no. In Australia. No. No. Tell me what happened. Well, just just some shenanigans. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it depends. It depends who you want to listen to, who you want to believe. Uh, let's just hope that fight goes forward. It's scheduled for tonight. I'm sure you're going to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but uh, there there's uh, talk out of. Uh, Team Wilson's training uh, training camp that he might not uh, participate due to these shenanigans. I don't really know exactly how you can how you can re gauge recalculate uh, a weight machine, but uh, anyway, some, something happened and they were complaining about it and uh, were threatening to withdraw. Really? Anyway, if he so here's here's a funny just sidebar before you get rock and roll and before you get rock and roll and I took part in the absolute boxing. February challenge. Okay. Uh, Absolute boxing is a, a Facebook page uh, dedicated to the sport of boxing. And uh, the young lady asked uh, if I'd participate and offer my opinion as to who would win and how they would win their respective uh, fights. So included uh, were a bunch of uh, really good names and uh, I'm not going to say obvious picks, but uh, they were all, they're all pretty close. I mean, boxing's, it's a hard pick either way. And I, I always like the underdog, but the underdog typically never wins. Um, but but one, one of the last ones, one that, that uh, drew the ire of quite a few of uh, the fans uh, around the world was the Jake Paul question. Would he knock out uh, Tommy Fury as he says he would, or would he even win? Uh, I think I think I think he would win. I, 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 I you know as part of my little. Uh, list of people winning. I, yeah, I thought Jake Paul would win. I think I think he's got nothing to lose. He's going to come out with a flash of thunder and, and try to clobber Tommy Fury into the ground real quickly. And I think that will happen, quite frankly. I, I don't have too much confidence in Tommy Fury. I like what he's saying, uh, but I, I just think Jake Paul is meaner. <laughs> <laughs> Hard for me to say that, but, wow. you know. This will be this will be it for Jake Paul. If Jake Paul beats Tommy Fury, he will be recognized, I think, as a a legitimate boxer. Legitimate boxer. I mean, he he's a fighter for sure. He's got strength. We, we, he, he's got strength in his hands. Say, we can right? say that he's, he's definitely been learning on the go. Absolutely, um, he's got the best trainers in the world. Quite frankly, he, well, he's got the money for it. Exactly. Uh, on top of that, he didn't really have an amateur career. So let's call all these fights against. Uh, you know, these retired MMA fighters who have turned boxers. We'll call those fights his amateur career. Or, or, or basketball. 
star. Anyway, or yeah, basketball, yeah. or basketball stars, UFC stars, right. whatever, whatever right. they are. Right, you know? whatever they are, whatever they are. So anyway, <laughs> who's, he so, who's he fighting next? The Pope? Like, <laughs> so he's so he's fighting. You know, as I said, uh, you know, he's fighting Tommy Fury in uh, Saudi Arabia, and uh, yet again, the Saudis putting up some big bucks because on that undercard they put. Uh, uh, Badu Jack against uh, Makubu, Makabu. And I chose Makabu to win that fight, by the way, because I didn't understand why Badu Jack would be on that uh, particular fight. He's rated number three. Uh, and, and and that's ahead of some some pretty heavy hitters in that division. But anyway, I'm, I'm sidebarring. Sorry. Um, no, it's all, it's all good. And I'm, I know your time is limited, so why don't you rock and roll and start us off with the upcoming shows that we're looking forward to. I'd like to start with the one we missed last night. Uh, Montreal right. Casino. Montreal, Quebec, ah. Thursday. Over ESPN Plus, Bob Aram, Camille Estefan, I the Tiger Management, presented yep. in the main event, WBO number uh, three ranked, NABF and NABA, super middleweight champion, unbeaten Eric Bazinian yep. uh, out of Quebec. Uh, Canada pulled out a majority decision over former WBC U.S. middleweight champion and world title challenger um, Sly as Fox from, you know, Marlboro, Maryland. Uh, in the main event, uh, number three ranked NABF and NABA super middleweight champ, uh, Bazo, what's he called? Um, you know, he came through. He came through and won by majority decision over the former right. world title challenger. Uh, in the first two rounds, the taller Fox um, you know, by four inches, used an effective jab, using the ring well, uh, you know, kept coming forward, landed an overhand right in the final seconds of both rounds. In the third round, the jab from Fox caused some swelling under the left eye. Um, you know, Bazanian landed several rights on the chin of Fox during that round as he tried, you know, catching the taller Fox. In the fourth round, Fox continued winning another round through the closest of the four as the frustrated uh, Bazanian kept trying to land his right. In the fifth round, Bazanian seemed to edge uh, edge it out as Fox slowed down a bit. Uh, in the sixth round, Fox seemed to catch his second win, uh, taking the round. In the seventh round, uh, an early first minute, Bazanian landed a solid combination on the chin, getting to the attention of Fox. Uh, Bazanian had his best round up to this point. You know, eighth and ninth rounds, Bazanian had Fox holding for the most part of the round, um, you know, outworking him. Uh, in the tenth and final round, it was the best round of the fight. Bazenian coming out at the bell, landing a solid right on the chin of Fox, setting the stage for most of the round as Fox in the final seconds put together a combination of punches trying to steal the round, but not enough to do it. Uh, so this one, you know, 98-92, twice, and 95-95, same as the writer, you know, referee. Uh, it, was, it, it was a great fight. It was a good fight, definitely huge. Um, but... Uh, in the co-main event, WBC number 14, former uh, NABF Super Light, Eve Ulysses Jr., 22-3, and num ranked number 140 in Montreal, was stopped by former IBF intercontinental champ Gabriel uh, Valenzuela, uh, who was ranked number 139 of Jalasco, Mexico, at 52 seconds of the first round. So, guys, you didn't get to see this one in the first round. An uppercut landed, followed by a vicious right uppercut from Valenzuela on the chin, and down went Ulysses, uh, who, in trying to get up very wobbly, forcing referee Martin Forrest to wave it off. So, it was a it was a great event last night, guys. If you didn't get a chance to watch it, 
potential uh, potential knockout of the week is what you're saying uh, yeah that's 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 definitely what i'm saying uh you know two uppercuts land like that uh you know drops a guy who uh who you know i've been watching for a while eve ulysses you know great eye, eye the tiger management you know fighting out of montreal uh definitely you know he was on his way up and uh he looks like he got stopped real quick there by valenzuela with uh two disgusting uppercuts that just knocked it it was it was great guys go go and watch it you're not going to want to miss it but uh no we got to talk about tonight tonight uh you know 9 p.m eastern guys you know you want to watch this one i can't wait for this navarrete wilson jose yeah, pedraza yeah. arnold baboza jr jr yeah. uh welterweight co-feature heavyweight olympic silver medalist richard torres uh, headline Friday Night uh, Live from yep. Glendale, Arizona. ESPN, yep. guys. Uh, this one live on ESPN Plus at 10 p.m. I can't wait. Also, undefeated stars Nico Ali Walsh and Emiliano Fernando Vargas will see action on this ESPN Plus streamed undercard. So, guys, make sure you get your seat ready. Grab all your drinks and everything. Don't get up. You're not going to want to miss this one, man. Uh, Mexican star Emmanuel Navarrete and Australian contender Liam Wilson will fight for the vacant WBO junior lightweight world title uh, at Desert Diamond Arena in Glendale, Arizona. Navarrete, the reigning WBO featherweight world champion, hopes to become the 10th Mexican-born boxer to win world titles in three weight divisions. So, yes, this is going to be a huge main event. Uh, junior welterweight contenders collide in the 10-round co-feature. Arnold Barboza Jr., love this kid, hopes to earn a career-best victory against Jose Pedraza, a former 2-8 world champion. Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on this one, Graham? Um, I picked Pedraza to win by unanimous decision, going the distance. Okay. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't – in this particular case, I didn't look up the odd makers, seeing what they were picking. Right. So I didn't, I didn't know who the underdog was on this particular fight, but I just thought – it's going to be a really good fat battle. It's going to go the distance, in my opinion. It's and, going to be huge. It's, yeah. it's number nine, number 10 ranked guys in the division. Yeah. You know, Barboza Jr. is supporting that uh, perfect record, 27-0. and 0. Uh, Pedraza, 29-4-1. You know, this 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 battle is has the ability to steal the show uh, on this card tonight. And yeah. definitely you're not going to want to miss it. Um, also, Richard Torres Jr., yeah. back in action. James Bryant, let's be real. We know how this one's going to end. Torres Jr. is just going to demolish this guy. You know, Torres is really moving up those ranks quick. He's now rated 132 in that heavyweight division. Uh, James Bryant, 385th. So, you know, I think this is more of like a, hey, let's keep you warm. Yeah. Definitely. definitely. Uh, also, we get to see Nico Ali Walsh back in action. Yeah, one of our favorites. Yeah, definitely. We all know grandson of the, 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 the great – um, I can't wait to see this one, man. Nico Ali, 7-0. Uh, he's taking on Eduardo Ayla. Uh, uh, this one, we know. This this one, it's it's going to be, a, a, you know, it's going to be a stoppage. That's what I'm calling for this one. Uh, Emiliano Vargas, you know, this kid, the Vargas, you know, the, the dynasty. This right. is definitely going to be an exciting undercard, guys. So make sure you sit down. Put your feet up and watch this one. Also, Lindolfo Delgado. Guys, be on the lookout for this kid. I've been talking about this kid for a while. You know, ranked number 23 in that super light division. Uh, taking on Clarence Booth. Uh, this one, Booth, 
a little more ring experience. He's 21 and six. Delgado, though, 16 and 0, perfect record. Also, Andreas Cortez, Luis uh, Melendez. This one's big, number 36 ranked versus number 60 in that super feather. Cortez, again, perfect record, 18 and 0. So, honestly, undercard is full of undefeated guys who are looking to leave that night with that zero still intact. So, definitely, there's going to be some awesome action in this one. Definitely. Then we're moving, we're moving right along. We're moving Go right along. Go we're doing it. it. You know what it is. Live guys, match room, on the zone, Serrano, Cruz, Baumgartner, McCallad. Wow. Yep. This is uh this is a big card. Amanda Serrano will face Eric Cruz in a Puerto Rico versus Mexican battle for the undisputed world featherweight championship. And Alicia Baumgartner takes on Elham McCallad for the undisputed world super flyweight championship at Hulu theater at Madison square garden in New York, Saturday, February the 4th guys, exclusively live worldwide on the zone, uh, seven weight world champ, Amanda, real deal. Serrano back in action, 43, two and one 30 knockouts looks to become the first Puerto Rican born fighter to take home the title of undisputed. as she finally gets the opportunity at featherweight where she has ruled since 2019 after her history-making lightweight clash with Katie Taylor at Madison Square Garden last April, Serrano faces off against Cruz in her hometown of New York City after a convincing win over Sarah uh, Mahfoud in Manchester uh, to add to the Danes IBF title to her WBO and WBC belt at 126. Uh, guys, this one's huge. Uh, the missing piece of the jigsaw is the WBA crown that belongs to Cruz. It was 15-1 with three KOs. The Mexican became WBA champ in 2021, April, uh, ending a long reign of Canadian, uh, what was her name, um, Radonovich uh, in West Point. Uh, Cruz defended the title in Mexico in November of 2021 and then met uh, Radonovich in a rematch in September in Mexico and won via a shutout on points. The 32-year-old nickname Dynamita will pose a big threat to Serrano's hopes of becoming undisputed and put a spanner in the works of the Taylor rematch. So this card, this one's huge. And then we got Baumgartner. I'd like to see this girl back in action as well. 13 and one, seven KOs, had a brilliant 2022, uh, capped by her victorious trip to London where she unified the 130 division against American rival and IBF and WBO ring magazine champion, Michaela Mayer. Uh, uh, that was in October via split decision. Baumgartner made it. Three wins on the bounce in the UK, having ripped the WBC IBO world titles from Terry Harper in Sheffield in November with a stunning KO and defending the belt for the first time in April, Manchester, shutting out uh, Edith Math Mathesy over 10 rounds. This one, uh, this is going to be great. And like Serrano, the Detroit star just needs that WBA belt to complete the full set. And that belt is vacant with number three ranked McCallid, who's 15-1 with three KOs and the French former interim WBC champion comes into the belt on the back of the slender reversal in a bruising encounter with Belgium's former world ruler Delphine Pursun in May in Abu Dhabi. So what are, what are your thoughts on this, Graham? Uh, well, I'll tell you what I picked. I picked uh, stoppage wins for both Serrano and Baumgartner. I think they're both seasoned professionals. I think they're both out for blood and uh you know, Erica Cruz for all of her hoopla. 
I, I, I think, I think by the eighth round, I think Amanda Serrano is just going to get pissed off and just knock her out. <laughs> I like that's that. what that's what I think. That, and I, that's and what I, I think, I, I think, I'd like to give her the knockout of the week. Yeah, I, I think I think she's gonna you know take no prisoners on this one. Um, you know, that there's no you know, the Mexicans and Puerto Ricans seem to hate each other. So yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? And so that'll be about um Baumgartner, uh, I think will finish off uh, her opponent early. Uh I picked uh uh tko or or knockout in the third round i was just gonna say third <laughs> so yeah i think i think that one's gonna be a quick a quick one yeah um so we got the double, it's a double header though um yeah you know, good, good, good double header too. once once again women headlining at a major venue um you know once again i think uh it will excite the press I had made mention a couple of weeks ago that the press had totally ignored one of the big fights that happened in England, the Brit versus Brit fight, but all the U S press, including actually the Canadian press completely, completely ignored that, uh, Eubank Smith showdown. And, uh, and, and so this, this is interesting. So when you have a fight at Madison square gardens, the American press typically cannot ignore that. Right. Uh, even if it is at the Hulu theater, but the point of the matter is, is you've got women headlining and it's a double bill as far as headlining. Yeah. But most importantly, is that undercard? Yes. Richardson Hitchens taking on New Jersey's John Bauza for the IBF North American and USWBC 140 titles. Uh, it's the second fight under the matching banner for Hitchens, who's 15 and 0 with seven KOs. Yeah. And the unbeaten 25-year-old will defend the IBF belt. He won on his first fight with Eddie Hearn in Cleveland in November. Uh, his first title fight in the paid ranks and look to add a second strap in the process. Hitchens fights uh, in New York for the first time since his March 2019, uh, since March 2019. And uh, fellow unbeaten man Bauza, who's 17 and 0 with seven KOs, will want to spoil his return uh, to action in the Big Apple. Uh, the, you know, the Puerto Rican from New Jersey faces both his first title belt and first battle over 10 rounds in the paid ranks on this night. Uh, Bowser was a national champion the same year that Hitchens represented Haiti in the 2016 Olympics. And the pair are familiar with each other, having sparred in the past. So, you know, uh, both guys have been saying it. Uh, even Hitchens, Bowser is no joke. We know each other, but these are the type of fights I want. I'm fighting a young, hungry, undefeated prospect like myself, but I truly believe I'm the best 140 pounder in the world. And come fight night, I'm going to show him I'm on a whole other level guys words words right there and he's uh you know he's he's definitely probably gonna come through and uh and smash him man that's what i'm hoping i'd like to see it um also staten island talent rashad mati lands yep. a big step up in his second title fight as he challenges fellow new yorker cletus selden for his wba and aba super light title Maddie, who's 13 and 0 with seven KOs, picked up that WBC youth title at 140 in Mexico City in October uh, in a tough tussle with Eduardo, uh, Eduardo Rodriguez, outpointing the Mexican in his first 10 round action. Um, experienced banger Selden, who is 26 1 uh, with 22 knockouts, will provide an even tougher test in Maddie's second bout with a belt on the line. Uh, with the Hebrew Hammer, will want to extend his five-fight KO winning streak as he returns to the ring for the first time since October 2021 when he knocked out William Silva in his Brooklyn backyard. Yep. Uh, then there are two more female fights on this card. 
Sky Nicholson looks to take a big step towards world title action against fellow unbeaten fighter Tanya Alvarez for the WBC Silver Feather title. And there's another all-undefeated belt battle as Remel Ali faces title action for the first time in the paid ranks as she meets Avril Mathy for that IBF Intercontinental Super Bantamweight strap. That's right. Yeah. And what, and what, what's that? What's Avril's record? Undefeated. <laughs> oh and one. Yeah. Uh Nicholson, five and oh. Uh she will look uh yeah. you know, bag belt number two. Yeah. Uh, just one month shy of a full year in the paid ranks, having bagged the Commonwealth title on home turf in Queensland in October. Uh completing a unique double have um, you know, double having one Commonwealth goal for her country in the same state in 2018. Uh, will be on night of first for uh, Spaniard Alvarez, who's seven and zero with one KO, uh, fights outside of Spain for the first time uh, in her first ten round bout for a belt. So, you know, and then Ali seven and zero, two knockouts. Matthew eight zero and one, three KOs, also fight for their first title in the paid ranks. Uh, this one, uh, you know, Ali heading into the contest after recording her second KO win, and uh, and second in the first session of a fight in Saudi Arabia. First female fight held in the country while Florida-based Ozzy Matthew uh, kept her unbeaten record intact with a victory in her only fight in 2022 in June in Atlanta. <sighs> this one, this one's good. This one's good. And, yeah, uh, you know, to round, out the card, to round out the card, Aaron Aponte, 6-0-1, two KOs, looks to get back to winning ways against uh, Joshua David Rivers who's 8-1-5 KOs following his entertaining split draw on the uh, Canelo Triple G card in Las Vegas in September. And then uh, Brooklyn's Harley Madros, who's 4-0-3 KOs, fights in New York for the first time against Mexico's Julio Madera, who's 4-2-2 KOs. Uh, definitely lots of action on this. Um, I also I also talked about her today. Shadija Green is taking on Ellen Cidros. Guys, Watch out for this one. This is for the WBC Silver Super Middle title. Shadisha Green, the second female signed to Jake Paul's MVP. Uh, no joke, this girl, man. 11 and 0, 10 knockouts. Uh, you know, basketball star, high school basketball star. Got, uh, you know, went to college on a full ride. Uh, used boxing uh, as a way to work on her footwork for basketball. Uh, falling in love with it. And then eventually, uh, you know, after basketball, make that jump to uh to the to become a freaking a boxer uh you know she was a heavyweight or super heavy um she ended up making team usa after only five fights in the amateurs so you know she's heavy-handed she's got she's sparred some of the best you know she's been in there with uh with like Cl clarissa shields clarissa shields has been cited saying that you know she's one of the you know more accomplished and better girls that she's been in the ring with you know, she's got those heavy hands. She's got a great jab. Definitely, she's going to be in action, guys. So you're going to want to check her out for sure. Uh, I'm I'm, I'm, cool. I'm going with a knockout victory here. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Shadish Green, she's going to come through and, uh, you know, make MVP look really good. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 I'm not, I'm not, we don't have enough time for me to comment on all those fights, but I'm looking forward to that one. And, and because realistically – it's going to uphold what we've been saying for way over a year now uh, in terms of a, uh, a new management slash promotion team uh, MVP coming on board and promoting women, N not, not just jumping in and, and, and signing local celebrity status type uh, male boxers. Uh, 
Uh, and I'm not complaining, uh, but that does seem to be the previously defined route uh, for young boxers. You know, if, if you're from Massachusetts, you would sign to a Massachusetts promoter. Uh, and that's the way it goes. Um, you know, so and nothing wrong with that. But what I'm what I was saying now in this, uh, you know, post pandemic world where a lot of things have become very uh, either viral or organically driven on online women's boxing has become huge and uh, for MVT MVP to take another step forward and sign another woman to their roster. That's great news. And she looks great. She, she looks powerful. She looks intimidating. Uh, she says the right thing. She does the right thing. So good, good for Jake Paul and his boys for picking up this girl. And she's, and she's, she dropped 40 pounds to fight at this weight class too. Wow. So, can you imagine? Wow. Yeah. Right. She was, she was in that heavy, she was up in that heavy division and uh, she's dropped 40 pounds and uh, she, yeah, she looks great. Well, one, one thing, one of the things I did read the other day is there, there, I don't think there are any female professional heavyweight fighters right now. You've uh, got, uh, I think Cruz Desern is the only, and I, she's not heavy though. She's not a heavyweight. I forget what they call them. She's not light heavy. Whatever the, uh, the, the top female division is right now. That, that, I think it's Cruz Desern who's top of it, but she's not heavy. Is the point right? Right. No, she's um, she, uh, super middle. And I think that's the. I think that's women. One, get, I, think we, I think women would. I think women would, would get upset at us for calling them heavy. So, <laughs> so, so we, we will. We'll just leave it at super middle. Did you say super middle? Yeah. So super middle one sixty eight. That's uh, yeah. that's where that's where it's at. She could uh, knock my block off. Let's put it that way. Oh, you should see the way she hits. Afro Math could knock my block off of that. Yeah, so super middleweight is uh, is up there. That's French on Cruz. She's uh, she's holding all the belts up there right now. Huh. And then you know middleweights are Clarissa, and then Baracus is our late middle. So yeah, she's up there. Super middle. She dropped that forty pounds. She definitely is uh, looking a lot quicker. And uh, she's hitting really heavy, guys. So watch out for this girl. Definitely. It's right going to be a great one. Yeah, right on. Good call. Yeah, so on that note, I don't know. Do we have anybody else joining in? Uh, no, I told him not to. I said we'll keep this one short and sweet. And All right. uh, just highlight a couple of the, uh, the big fights coming up. Highlight those women and uh, keep the show rolling. So, uh, yeah, we've, we've, we've got a fight to get ready for this evening. And uh, yeah, it, start, it started 15 minutes ago. The number I'm, just curious, I'm just curious. Were, were you quick on the uh, keypad there? Did you happen to see any result from that weigh-in, whether Leanne Wilson is going to continue? Uh, uh, I, try, I tried. There was nothing in saying that he's not going to continue. So okay, it's, so it's, it's, it's let, me have a quick, let me have a quick little look here. Uh, something about the weigh-in. Uh, no, it, it looks like they've kind of backed down. Maybe that was all a bit of hoopla. Who cares? I'm looking forward to that fight. That's going to be a good one. Uh, but I, I must say, I mean, Liam Wilson looks looks good. And, uh, you know, but Navratti, wow, that guy, he's, he's like, going to cry. Like Liam better because, you know, he was already what the replacement opponent. So. Right. Right. Yeah, I can't see him dropping out of it. Right. Like, so. So yeah, so we, we've we've had a really good week, uh, quite frankly. All of the hosts here in Talking Fight have done a great job, uh, and uh, 
it's it's pretty incredible. I don't know if you know this or not, but our numbers are going through the roof right now. Uh, we're attracting viewers from around the world, and because uh, all of us hosts talk about different things, so it's really it's, we're having a lot of fun. And I was really enjoying a lot of the the work that Sugar's been doing, a lot of the work that Sheila Stafford's been doing, a lot of the work that Brooke uh, has been doing. So it's it's, it's been great. We, we've been we were so focused uh, on boxing in general, but then. Uh, have let these women do their thing and boy they're attracting numbers like there's no tomorrow which yeah. again proves what we've been saying all along so again i just i just want to say that uh you and i tonight uh would talk about some of these fights but focus on these women they're going to be fighting tomorrow night at madison square gardens uh, and we're, we're we're looking forward to that i'm I, like i said personally personally <laughs> i've been i've been hyping this girl for a while now uh, because everyone yeah she's good she looks great in a bikini absolutely fantastic <laughs> but uh, but she can also fight and yeah, uh, yeah she can throw and, it out and as ebony bridges proved to us last year or maybe it was the year before now um you know just because you're beautiful and got a great bod doesn't mean you can't doesn't fight. Mean you can't bang like right? wow so yeah no so, these girls really so, have uh, and she and, and and this is a tough test for avril matthew too i mean Ramal yeah. Ali is no is no uh, no, no easy task. Yeah, no. exactly. So no it's going to be a great no. fight. It's a great card, uh, and I really hope that Eddie Hearn takes a look at Avril Mathy because I I think Eddie Hearn uh, reps uh, Ramal Ali right now. So I mean, you know, he he might be going hmm like I'm going hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Anyway, um, there you go. That's it. All right. So guys, remember, we got to get it. Navarati. It's happening tonight. Yep. But to get underway if you uh, if you have those streaming services like I have to catch all the undercard action that you're not going to want to miss because the undercard is pretty good on this one. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're going to go and get to work so you guys don't have to. <laughs> we will. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. So hey, to all the fight fans, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Friday Night Panel with yours truly, Mike and Graham bringing you the up-to-date and to-the-minute fight action and all the info that you need on this channel. You know what it is, man. We got all these shows, all this different content. Come check it out. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hit that share and like. You know what it is. Fighting solves everything. We'll see you later. <laughs> Bye-bye.